Good morning. Welcome to the Expect to Win podcast. I am your host, Lamar Thomas. I have with me no one other than Mr. Brandon Evans, Mr. Dominic Love, and Mr. 200 himself, Mr. Maurice Freeman. What's going on, guys? Hey, whoa, 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 Coach Tomlinada. You don't introduce me like that. Now, hey, one thing for sure, two things for certain. I go by the simple, the simple, the simple name of Coach Love. You can bet your bottom dollar I rep the best. I rep the Brooks County Trojans. Will we know to bring that hammer? Okay. <laughs> I'm Dion Fountain's coach. <laughs> I am and will always be the originator of Bring the Hammer. So he is third place. <laughs> coach Love. Awesome, man. Well, like always, I think we're always going to have a great time. Uh, we're going to bring some good information, some good nuggets. I got probably three of the wisest people in Brooks County right here on this show. Um, Coach Evans, go ahead and get us started. Kind of what what's, what you got going on? What's going on in the life of Brandon Evans? What I got going on in the life of Coach Evans is trying to be the best I can with all the hats that I'm wearing. And that's, uh, you know, the last time we talked, obviously expecting. Uh, we're at week 37, so every day I'm trying to comfort her and try to – there's nothing I can do to uh, – you know, I'm not toting the baby around, so I got to say, yeah, I know, I'm sorry, and be the best husband I can. Uh, trying to be the absolute best football coach I can with some of these injuries. Uh, I feel like I'm playing some sixth graders tomorrow. Uh, but I, I'm trying to focus to be the best I can, like I said, with the hats I'm wearing. I'm, I'm trying to get the classroom right, be the best teacher that I can. All of those things, uh, and it is stretching me thin at times, and then not to add any more, I'm working on this specialist, uh, trying to get this six-year degree out of the way. A goal I had was to get that before I turned 30, uh, and I'm working with, we've got a two-year cushion to get that, uh, so it is, I'm, I'm getting thin, but but I'm, I'm winning every day. God's giving me breath, uh, so I'm, I'm grinding to the end of it. That's, that's a message in itself, so with all those hats... Um, we, we definitely got to come back to you for the nugget of the day of just how to handle all those different emotions you just described and, and how that uh, could be blended together and how one could help the other. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you, you probably got something for us. We'll see what we can do. All right. Coach Love, what, what's, what's going on in the, in the life of Dominique Love? Man, right now what I'm really focused on is just trying to get these middle school kids. Y'all all know what I'm saying. Middle school is crazy years for kids, so... The biggest thing that I'm trying to get them to understand is the fact that even though that they're in middle school, it's never too late to go ahead and start working on your goals because your goals are never going to wait on you. It doesn't matter if you're tired or whatever like that. You need to go ahead and start pushing to get to where you're trying to be. A lot of times, these middle school kids, they, they want to say they're going to wait till they get to high school. But I'm saying, why not start now? Because the things that you're doing now in middle school, you're creating bad habits. If you don't want to go ahead and learn how to study now, more than likely when you get to high school, it's going to be harder for you to pick up that habit. So that, that's just the main thing, trying to keep the, these kids focused because in middle school, they're, they're still babies, but then they think they're grown. They, they want to be grown, but when it's time for them to do something grown, that's when they want to be babies. So it's just trying to keep them motivated, push them to the right way. I got to watch these P words. I hear that over there. <laughs> but it's just main thing, trying to keep these kids focused because they are our future. Awesome. All right. All right, now Mr. 200 mm. himself. Second place. With the red shirt on. Check. Second place. Check the two. Oh, Mr. Maurice Freeman. All right, what's going on in, in Maurice Freeman's world right now? Coach, I'm working like a dog, getting paid like a cat. Ooh. Um, 
you know, we, we're in the midst of football, and it's uh, region time now, so that's a tough time of the year for us, trying to get healthy. And on top of that, I'm running back and forth from Macon to equipment with my with my wife, I'm checking on her mother-in-law. She uh, unfortunately had a heart attack, so we'll accept all the prayers we can get for that. So uh, juggling that, trying to make sure that household is, is fine and making sure that our young men are doing what they need to do, getting these guys to play as hard as they can and getting them to do schoolwork and be the right kind of people in school and in the community. It's a never-ending job. Wow. Listen, uh, pe- people do not realize, and that's one of the reasons that that – I wanted to to get you guys here and, and create a podcast or avenue for people to reach out to us uh, because they don't realize how much you influence other people. And they don't realize sometimes of how many hats you wear because all they see is you on the sideline. They see you standing there or they may see you on the on the radio show and they you know feel like you, you, you have no problems. Or you, you have, you know, you can only just coach. They don't understand that there's way more uh, into it and way more things that you do than just that. Being a coach for your family. Um, and, you know, and I could just speak for myself sometimes. I just went through that. I had a funeral in Columbus. Um, we, we lost the angel of the family. You know, it, uh, my Aunt Maynell, um, she was that one that was going to make sure you ate. You know, she was that one that, that, that didn't meet any strangers. You know, no matter how bad you messed up she was that one that you know that that was gonna hold it down and that was tough but you know i have to go home every day and look at my kids and you know i can't expect the pity party you know i got to continue to be the man of the house i got to continue to make sure that that i function so i can make sure they function um and and like i said i do want you guys to share that and and don't be afraid to be transparent here um you know but then you got to show up to work and deal with other grown people, deal with other people's kids, and 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 I know you guys got some of the same stories that I got. That it, it's it's tough sometimes trying to keep yourself up just to make somebody else get up. Um, and I heard you mention Coach Evans that it feel like you're coaching some sixth graders. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Uh, yeah, due to some some injuries at an inopportune time, uh, I've had to dip down into the the JV bunch. Uh, but we've got some talented kids. Uh, I pulled Omar in a in a phenomenal trade that I made. Uh, I pulled Omar over from defense, uh, and he was, if we're honest about it, he was with me for what a day before Coach Mitchell chose him to to break it down. And I don't remember him doing that at linebacker. So but you saying that's all you? That's I'm not saying it's all me. I'm just saying he's playing receiver when it happened. But he did not break it down on defense, though. Clarify the situation. Now. He broke it down for the whole Trojan team, and that's a. I mean, Coach Mitchell picked it. He's the, the best coach that I've seen at the JV games on Thursday. I wasn't so. there. No, you were there the day they picked Omar. He didn't pick him yesterday. Uh, do you, coach Thomas, you remember who was picked yesterday? So, because uh, Coach Freeman knows who oh, prayed for us at the end. The trainer was picked yesterday. Was he? Was he? Are you sure? Coach Evans. Coach fit. Evans was, yeah. yeah I, so I, so Coach I'm, Evans was that guy. I'm up two to one wow. on the prayer. Because <laughs> I remember blessing some food that we didn't have. Right, you did. You blessed yeah, food. Yeah, I blessed food that was not present. Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but I, I've got a freshman who I think is very talented. Uh, he was actually playing before any injuries. And then the young man, uh, you know, that he was rotating reps with was injured for, for sure. Uh, so I've got a freshman taking a lot of reps, and then I've got another one. Uh, matter of fact, Dion Fountain's younger brother, who does have some traits that Dion has, 
Uh, he's playing a lot of snaps. We've grabbed Omar from defense. And I might look out tomorrow and see some Jacoby Brown in there. And we know that, that he can fly. So it's just a matter of getting kids in the right spot. Do you know what it is that you have to do? Do you know how you have to do it? And then from there, it's just go make a play. You know, it, it's not a – I can't overcoach it. You know, the big thing for me in receivers in general is – do you know what it is you have to do as far as assignment? And then, you know, do you know how to do it? And if they know those two things, it's on them to make a play. And that's just like any position. I mean, Coach Freeman coaching backers. Do you know your key? Do you know how to tackle? After that, Coach Freeman's got to, you know, pull his hands up and the kid's got to make a play. Uh, so it's just a matter of getting the right guys that, that have those tools and then go play football. But, all right, how do you tie um, – the, the, the thoughts, the emotions with, with the schooling, getting the, getting the specialist degree, the, the, the big gift you're about to get the, with the baby, the Lincoln. Um, Lincoln how, Michael Evans. How do you use that to to help some young sixth grader type kids expect to win? How, uh, how, or what is winning to you? How, how do you apply all that? I'm going to say you set a standard. I remember whenever I first got here when Khalid Humphreys was a junior and we talked about having standards in everything that you do. Uh, and, and your best is the standard. And whenever you take and divide up the portions of your life that are important, whether it be being a, a father, a husband, a coach, a teacher, you've got to have a standard that says no matter what, on my worst day, I'm going to be right here. And you've got to have a high standard. Uh, that is why you do that. In the summertime, that way, or for me, speaking for me, uh, you do that in the summertime. That way, when you have to pull a young kid who may not be ready, if he's used to that standard, then he should be able to do what it is that he's got to do. And I think about that. Like I said, I've got a, man, it's going to be like 60 pages, an action research plan that I'm doing on cell phones in the classroom. And, I mean, even on my worst day, even on a Sunday where I'm going to spend most of my time between football and school, I'm going to produce some sort of good product. And it's not that I'm better than anything or anybody. It's just I've got a certain standard that I set for myself. And we're, you know, little things. We're, we're going to be as receivers. We're going to work to be the first ones on the football field. And I, I feel like we do a good job of doing that. And if you set those little standards all throughout everything that you do, then it's hard to, to catch you slipping, you know, versus people who don't really have a standard, then on a bad day, you can be really, really bad. Um, and I think about like with teaching, you know, I teach a, a milestone course. So, so if we're absolutely honest, it's very, very important in the way that school is seen as far as social studies and the way teachers are observed, it is supposed to be random. So there's a very high chance that on my worst day, uh, no matter what it might be, here comes Mr. Chastain or Mr. Lee come to see what it is I'm doing. But if you've got your standards set, then you're going to be operating at a level that you're supposed to be operating at. And where I see people that, you know, kind of dip up and down is they don't have that standard. So there's no definition of of what it is that, that they've got to do every single day. And I've learned a lot of that. I've seen that from Coach Freeman. I know just from talking to him on a daily basis, not a day goes by that we're both present at school, that he don't come aggravate me. Normally comes around jingling his coffee cup, and I'm always riding. Always, do I always have coffee? Yeah, we bought coffee. Yeah, okay, you should so, have coffee. Exactly. We bought it. Uh, it's delicious coffee from Iceland and Honduras. Uh, but I've seen Coach Freeman come in, and 
uh, you know, not having the best day in the world, having to deal with something that, quite honestly, you probably shouldn't have to deal with, but you'll never see it on the practice field. You could never walk out there. I could not watch Coach Freeman practice. It's like, man, he's got a whole lot going on because he's got a standard that he sets, and he meets that standard every single day. I think had he not had to go to Macon yesterday and he had to sit there with the wonder of, you know, is my mother-in-law okay, is my wife all right, no, none of us would have known. Mr. Green could have come to practice and would have never known what it is that he had going on. And that, you know, I, I try to follow that. I, I try to do that for myself, not just in coaching, but teaching, being a husband, uh, you know, doing the schoolwork. So, to me, it's just all about your standard. And your best has to be the standard. Awesome. Well, Co- Coach Freeman, do you have – he plugged your book deal already for you, so we're going to write this book, What is Winning by Maurice Freeman. So now we just got to go ahead and plant that seed right there and, and go ahead and give the, the people a little nugget about, you know, how you've been able to be so successful so for so long and how you've been able to manage all these things, you know, that people don't know about you, uh, but to still go out and, and bring that hammer to, to, to everybody that's come before you. So... Um, Maybe you could share something with us on that. Well, I, I don't think I was getting anything off the, the book deal. He, he's <laughs> claiming the book himself. He didn't say he was sharing with me at all. I, I think you, you got, got that you. one wrong. You, you, so, in there. you in there. Uh, I don't know. Now, when folks start making money, they kind of change from time to time. And, he, you know, we'll, we'll see about that. Yes, sir. But um, being successful. It's it's all about hard work and, and losing sleep and and um, and and getting folks to understand, getting young people to understand, and getting adults to understand your pattern, what you believe in, what you're willing to work hard for. Um, you, you've got to work every day. It, it may be six days a week. It may be seven days a week. You may lose some sleep. Uh, you may end up sleepwalking. But if you wish to be successful, you got to skin up your knuckles. You got to skin up your knees. You got to skin up your knuckles. And your bad days, you got to cherish them and learn from them. And your great days, you can't take them for granted. You just got to be thankful for them. And, and, and you got to just keep working. And you got to expect some great things. And you got to know also that there are going to be some tough times coming. And you got to be able to accept those tough times and fight through them. And that I'm willing to do. You know, at this time, uh, you know, my, my mother-in-law is, is ill and we're certainly praying for her. But I also have football practice. I also have classes to teach. Uh, you know, so I have to prioritize those things and get them in an order. And i got to get them all done. And, and I'm not asking for help. I'm not asking for sympathy. They will, will all get done. And, and uh, you know, we've got a game to play. So we're going to play that game. And I'm going to do my very best. Uh, my foot hurts, but when that game rolls around, I can't worry about that. I got to worry about winning this football game and getting our guys to play as hard as they can play, getting our coaches to put those minds together and get out there and defeat the opponent, which also has great coaches and great players. So uh, you, you've, you've got to be the lion. The lion is the king of the jungle. There is more than one lion. You must understand that. So there, there will be some fights with lions, and you may get roughed up. But you have to be tough enough to understand that, listen, if you want to be the king of this jungle, if you want to win these games, if you want to be the principal of this school, you want to be the athletic director, you want to be whomever you want to be, you've got to expect some tough times, and you must learn how to fight through the tough times. Awesome. Uh, Coach Love, what you got anything on winning? 
We'll come back to you. We'll come back yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah, please don't put me up after nah, that. I'm not gonna, don't, don't set me up like that now. Nah. That's a hard act to follow right there. Coach's mic is attached me. and yeah. can't be dropped. Otherwise, <laughs> it would be on the floor. That's a lot of pressure right there. You up. can't drop but, that. But you could, you could see why why I like to be around guys like this. You know, the, the iron sharpens iron. And, and I could promise you, so this is not a front. This is not a, a put on a, that people that we're trying to do now to, to to false claim something that we're not. I've seen these guys in pain. I, I've seen them limping on the field. Coach Evans pulled a hamstring. I did one, one day. That was his fault. <laughs> but, I was out uh, trying to run. I was trying to run after a ball because a young man dropped it and showed no excitement to run and get it. So my goal was to get to that ball before him Correct. and show him that your effort is not any good right now. And I took three steps and got shot <laughs> by Indian. He was up on top of the Board of Education. But I could attest that he did not miss a step. Oh, no. The, the rest of practice. Oh, no. Did not miss a step. Nobody knew until he, he came over and said, hey. I think I'm hurt. <laughs> it's, it's I saw him. <laughs> then it got all bruised up. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, yeah it, it turned really nasty. It, looking. It, it, I was it. so proud of it because it didn't hurt near as bad as it looked. <laughs> I wanted to wear shorts everywhere. But I, I could definitely attest that these guys truly mean what they say. So I, I'm really thankful that, that Mr. Green gave us an opportunity uh, to create this Expect to Win studio. And I'm really grateful that you gentlemen showed up and, and, and being transparent with me. But people that, that are listening, you can win. Uh, no, no matter what the circumstances may be, no matter how, how grim it may look, how dark it may be, we are here as, as living testimonies to show you that we've made it through things and, and you got to keep fighting. And Coach Freeman said it the best, if you want to be a beast, if you want to be that lion, then you got to be willing to fight. Uh, and if you're not willing to fight, then it's going to be hard for you to, to, to be that success that you want to be. And that, and I know we, we reference school and coaching a lot because that's our warm market. That's what we live. But this can be applied to anybody. Uh, winning is winning. You know, I, I'm going to be a, a win in my marriage. I'm going to win uh, at work. I'm going to win with my family. And I urge you uh, this day and age, there's a lot of people that that, that, that are, are falling no ill. They, they're falling ill, so I'm saying – you got to create some standards for your family. Those of you that are out there not spending time with your family, you have to do that. You have to find a way to, to contact them. Now, there's too many avenues out there now with the Facebooks and all the other social media. So there's no excuse for you not to be able to reach out and, and, and talk to your family. Um, because I really hate for you to be faced with that adversity of <coughs> what if or I wish I would have. Um, and, and just going on those lines. But Again, these guys are some great guys, man. They, they live that. I've seen it for, with my own two eyes. I've been there. I do my best to try to mimic them and, and chase them. So if I'm always running from them and chasing them, I'm always running. And that's going to keep me pumping in the, in the jungle. Uh, and right now, this podcast is actually just trying to share that with, with the world. Um, I'm trying my best to, to give something to somebody. Um, so if it ain't for you, then you could probably close us out and go to somebody else but if this is for you hey just stay tuned we're going to be coming to you weekly uh we're going to be dropping some nuggets in um we can only give you a sample now but these guys do this every single day they do it every day with their team they do it with their classmates they do it with the other teachers they do it with their classes they do it with their families they do it every single way all right and that's why we expect to win so in closing 
Okay, I'm gonna go around and let you guys share a little something with the people uh, in closing. Coach Evans, what you got? Uh, just going back more on what I said, man. Set a standard. You know, set a standard. I, I like to think, and and if this is gonna be in the morning, then there won't be a whole lot of teachers uh, listening. But I was thinking about it, and like, if you want to see how good a teacher can be, send out an email that says the superintendent's coming to every class, and then go look and see what that teacher's doing. Why do we have to send that email for you to be on it like that? Like, why can't your standard just be right somewhere in that area? You know, the, there's too many, and I see it in young people all the time. And they're up and down emotionally, maturity levels and things like that. But, uh, you know, the, they don't have a standard that says on my worst day, I'm still going to be right here. Now, we have a few, and they're the few that, that we love. And people might say they're our favorites, but they're our favorites because they do everything right. Uh, I think about a Daryl Gallon. You know, a, a Gallon, if it's football practice, I'm going to be right here. Even if me and the girl got problems or me and a class got problems, he's going to be right here versus some other kids who that standard's not set. So we got to pick them up. We got to motivate them, you know, to do right. And I, I would I would urge anybody just to apply that to your life and, and just figure out what it is that you can offer, how you can impact some sort of change on whatever it is that you're a part of and make that your standard and shoot for that every single day. You know, because every day don't have a scoreboard. There's no scoreboard in my classroom on Tuesday. Uh, but if I know the standard and I'm meeting that standard, then I'm winning. And, and I, have to, I have to be brave enough to call myself out at times and say, this ain't, this ain't right. I gotta, we got to get to this. You know, this is not up to the standard. So, but I got a question. What at what age do you create a standard? Cause see, it's some grown people that I just that just don't have that standard. Now, some kids you can kind of uh, I need to teach you. But it's I'm, a, I'm if a grown man from a. If you're asking me the age, and I'm looking at like football players, by the time you hit tenth grade, by the time you do the spring, that May of your ninth grade year, you need to be on point. You need you know so whatever age that is. Uh, but now there's plenty of grown people that don't do what they're supposed to do, and that I don't. I try not to mess with you. You know, people probably think I'm uh, unsocial or something. No, we just on different wavelengths. Like I got stuff to do. So, uh, I, I mean, I'm gonna say in your your early years. Um, but that's that's where having a coach love at the middle school. You know, I mean, terrible middle school football coaches I've seen. I mean, just awful. And and, and we're blessed to have. Coach love because them kids come up and know how to operate. You know, we don't have to do – I don't believe we take an entire year to get the ninth grade out of them. When I was told at Brunswick and Coach Freeman, we had common ground, you were there. I was told when kids got to ninth grade, it takes a year to get the ninth grade out of them. And that was true. So that was weak standards by those coaches. That was weak standards by those coaches, and they were terrible. Uh, but here, I mean, I've got a ninth grader, two of them that are going to play tomorrow in the opening region game. And, and – I could grab other kids. I could go grab a DB or something, but these kids perform at the level to where it's like they can do this. I'll go. I'll go to war with them, and that's not. They've been with me for three months. They were with Coach Love for three years, so it's a testament to Coach Love's got standards down there on that other field. And if you don't believe me, just come watch. Don't look at the big kids. Look at the smaller kids, and they're getting after it every day. So I, I mean. You're never too young to set standards, but by the time you get grown, when they give you a driver's license, you Man. better have a standard. Better know how you're going to do something. <laughs> All right, Coach Love. 
Yeah, I appreciate you letting me go on before Coach Freeman this time. That's a tough act to follow, let me say that. But uh, the one thing I want to leave everybody off, we're talking about expecting to win and being a winner, man. Whoever you feel as is a winner or deemed successfully, like, they all have the same 24 hours as you do. So you got to take full advantage of those 24 hours. Like Coach Freeman said, you're going to have to sacrifice something. It could be sleep. It could be some things that you want to do in your leisure time. But in order for you to, you got the same 24 hours, you know what I'm saying? So why can't you be that one? You got to work hard. You got to set your standards. And you got to go through. You got to push through. No matter what's going on, you got to keep on fighting. Keep mine short and sweet. There it is. All right, Mr. Man. Now, you've had a lot of experience with a lot of adults. So I know you could touch on that 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 for me. Because it's now, as, as, as my role now, as the administrator, Sometimes I've had more trouble with the grown people than I have with the kids. And and like you say, you're talking about standards. I'm saying, when are those standards supposed to develop? Standards are supposed to start being developed in your formative years with your family, with your mother and father or whomever um, you're growing up with. If they're established at that time, then no matter where you go or what you do, those standards are there. I remember my mother saying, get home before the night lights come on, street lights come on. So I was home or there were consequences I had to suffer. When I went to college, I said, I don't have to do this anymore. So two or three times, I didn't go. I just did what I wanted to do. And then I found out that, you know what, that's not what mom wants. Go home. Go back to that dorm and take your tail to bed. And that is what allowed me to, to get a free education. Uh, doing what, what what I was taught as a young age, and from there you go to getting your first job, and you doing you you must do what your boss tells you to do, and from there you can just continue on growing, or you can just say, man, this is a mess. I'm gonna do it the way I want to do it, and then you'll you you you'll find yourself not understanding why you get no promotions, why you can't get another job. You know, I've got this little saying, and it goes with everything. If you don't take care of your body today, where will you live tomorrow? It is the same thing with your mind. If you don't take care of it, you'll always end up broke. You'll always end up mad. But you have to have a foundation, and you cannot build a foundation on water. It has to be a foundation on dirt, and uh, that will allow you to be successful. Or you can do it. Like everybody else, keep your mouth open and your ears closed, you're going to have trouble. Close your mouth, open your ears, and you will learn a lot, which will advance you in whatever field you wish to be advanced in. Awesome. Okay. Hey, we, we've almost met our mark. Um, so in, in closing, I'm going to just leave you with something that I've always tried to say is just take care of two uh, and take advantage of two. You know, that's time, words, and opportunity. Um, you know, because when they're gone, they're gone. You don't get those back. So while you got time, set your standards, you know, and, and that may be the title of the podcast now, just setting your standard. Um, while you got time now, set your standard. And while you have an opportunity to do something about it, use that standard to push you. Use that standard to to be the king of the jungle or the queen of the jungle. Um, and then use your words wisely. Don't 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 false claim. Don't speak on stuff that you can't follow up with. So your standards should push all those things. So if I got a standard to win, if I say I'm going to be the teacher of the year, if I say I'm going to go be the best coach I can be on the sideline, if I say I'm going to be the best worker I can be, if I'm going to be the best brother, the best father, then I'm going to take advantage, take full advantage of my two. I'm going to set a standard of win and I'm going to do that again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for those that allowed us to come here today. I hope that we've been able to share something with you that'll get you through the rest of your week. And we will get with you next week. Peace.